What is going on, everyone? Anthony Drew Gary here, host of the How To Show, where we talk about optimizing life, money, and happiness, one how to at a time. This week on the show, I want to talk about healthcare, and specifically, I want to talk about health savings accounts. But I'm really going to frame this episode up from the point of view of me talking to either my younger self or somebody who's just getting that first job and to talk through some of the nuances of getting into your own healthcare plan for the very first time. And even though it sounds really complicated, I, I think I can break it down into smaller pieces that, that may make life easier. And I can explain some of the situations that I found myself in. And hopefully somebody can get benefit from the fact that I don't think I optimized this. And maybe somebody that's listening can based on the information that we're going to talk about. So a lot of companies at the end of the year do their open enrollment for healthcare, And so it's basically your time of the year where you can declare what sort of healthcare options you are going to have for the upcoming calendar year or the upcoming period, however your employer does it. And so one of the things I want to talk about there is, you know, some, some companies have two different healthcare options. And so one of them is uh, what's known as a high deductible plan, which usually comes with the eligibility for a health savings account. And then the other option is a, a usually a more expensive premium plan to, uh, to cover folks who may be in a different stage of life, who have more recurring health expenses, and who might benefit from that sort of coverage more so than somebody who's you know either either younger or just starting out or is generally more healthy. And so when I first started out in the workforce, I signed up for the premium health insurance because I thought that I needed to make sure that I was covered in that capacity. And you know, ultimately, I, I had a, a good healthy span of, of several years when I was just getting out of college and I didn't have a whole lot of health expenses and what I realized is that I was paying a lot of money into this health plan and not really getting a whole lot out of it and it was not a plan that allowed me to put money into a health savings account and so that really set me back in terms of some of the things that I could be could be doing with it now uh, because I got a later start in realizing the benefits of a health savings account. So if you've got two different programs like that, you know, a, a, a lesser expensive program that has a health savings account or a more expensive program that doesn't, you know, you can look at this from two different points of view. And, you know, one of them is basically how much do you expect to spend in a year on your health care, uh, you know, based on, you know, the frequency of appointments, uh, if, you, if you have prescriptions, uh, different things like that. And, and start to compare what you pay every payday for your health expenses as compared to what the plan's out-of-pocket max for the year is. And so if these vary drastically and you know, you're know you generally a, a healthier person, it may make sense to look at the health savings account plan even though it's you know considered to be lesser coverage uh, because of the state of, uh, of your health right now, it may make sense to do that. And so if we start to dive into these plans that, that have health savings accounts as options to them, it is important to note that not all plans offer uh, an HSA component. So you have to check that first and foremost. And if you talk to your human resources company or if you, if you get your health care from the health insurance marketplace, you're, you're going to find out these same sorts of things. You need to just make sure that you have a plan that is allowed to have a health savings account. 
And so for the rest of this video, I want to talk about how to set up a health savings account and, and how to contribute to it. And so once you've figured out that you have a plan that you are allowed to have a health savings account, uh, you get to start funding it. And that can happen a, a couple of different ways. The most common way is to get it uh, pulled directly from your paycheck uh, every pay period. Let's, let's just assume that it's every two weeks uh, for, for simplicity's sake. And so every two weeks from your paycheck, you have the ability to direct funds out of what would normally be where your money goes and into a health savings account. And you can either set one of these up yourself, uh, you just open a, a health savings account or some employers will open one for you. I think it's common if, if companies send money to your health savings account on your behalf, it's often common that they will open one of these accounts for you. And so when you start to think about that, you've, you've got different ways to funnel money into these accounts, either by your own accord or maybe your employer kicks in some. And I think the important thing to remember here is that when you send money to these health savings accounts, this happens on a pre-tax basis. And so if you send $50 per week to your health savings account, $50 is going to go into that account. Whereas if you weren't doing that and it was just going directly into wherever your, your normal pay goes, it may only be $40, maybe $45, maybe $35, uh, just depending on what your withholdings are. So this is a way to set aside money for health expenses in such a way that you're not paying taxes on that money. And so the most common way, like I said, is to do this ahead of time when you're, uh, when you're setting up your payroll so that, that money gets automatically diverted to your health savings account. And so right now, the maximum contributions that you can have for a health savings account are $3,550 if you are an individual and $7,100 if you are married or have dependents. And it's important to note that if you are married or you have dependents, they have to be covered under the plan that the HSA is attached to in order to get that raise in the maximum contribution limits. So for example, you know, in, in our family, I have a, an insurance plan and my wife has a different insurance plan for her and our daughter. So the maximum does not apply to the both of us because not both of us, that's awful grammar, but we're gonna go with it. We're not both on that plan. So we, we can only contribute to the lower of the two maximums. And this is important to, to think about in, in terms of what you want to, to do in terms of your overall savings goals, because this is a way to be able to cover your healthcare expenses without paying taxes on that money. So instead of using, you know, money that you would already wash through your taxes, just your general checking account money from your payroll to pay for things like eye doctor's appointments, you know, your, your trips to the doctor, your prescriptions, things of that nature, you get to, to pay for these out of a health savings account that never got taxed. So it's, it's based on whatever your tax rate is, it's an automatic discount to those healthcare costs just by setting up the health savings account. So the way the health savings account generally works is it's basically a checking account. And what I mean by that is that, you know, you can put money into it, you take money out of it, and it has a, most of them have a debit card that you can activate. And so when you're going about your shopping, if you've, you've got to buy, you know, a prescription here or there, or you, you go to the doctor's office and you have to pay your copay, or you have to make payments on, you know, if you have labor and delivery charges or anything like that, 
it can all be done based on the debit card that's hooked up to your health savings account. So you can pull that money out and use it for qualified medical expenses. So what is a qualified medical expense? Good question. I am not a perfect expert on this topic. However, there are a lot of researches on the web that calls out what is and what is not a qualified medical expense. And I will link to the best one that I know about in the notes for this video so that we can come back to that if we ever need to. Another benefit of the health savings account is that you do not have to contribute everything for 2020 in 2020. You have some opportunities to do it in the beginning of 21 as well. So let's say that you just found out about health savings accounts recently. You want to contribute up to one of those maximum numbers, maybe 3,500, maybe you know, 7,100, but you haven't done it up to this point. However, you do have some savings set aside to, to potentially throw into them. You are able to contribute to a health savings account from money that you have already paid taxes on and you can contribute to it, you know, even even next year up until tax day and still get credit for contributions to your 2020 contribution limits. You just have to make a declaration when you when you contribute that money and usually if you're doing it digitally or if you're doing it at a bank branch, there there's a way to to allocate it specifically to a a year if uh if you want to do it for this year or if when next year rolls around you want to do it for this past year as opposed to the current year that you would be in. So the way that you would, uh, would think about that is that you would still get a tax savings on it, but you would not realize it until you file your taxes for the following year. And there's a little bit of a nuance to this, the difference uh, between contributing to it with after-tax dollars and getting your tax uh, break on your taxes versus directly having it pulled out of your payroll deductions. And as best I understand that is when you pay your, your payroll taxes and you get your money into your, your net for your checking account or wherever your money goes, you also pay some social security taxes on top of your, uh, your federal and your state taxes. And so if you were to contribute after tax dollars to your HSA, you're not gonna get credit for the social security portion, but you will get credit for the state and the federal portion that you paid in. And so this is, uh, it takes a further step into what could be a tax strategy for you. I know this is something that my family looked at. If you get to the, the tax time in, in next year and you realize that you owe money, it could be a situation where instead of paying the, the taxes that you owe, you could make some catch-up contributions to your HSA. And so let's, let's use a scenario. Maybe you owe $75, uh, $75 on your taxes and instead of paying that $75 to your taxes, what if you went back and contributed $100 to your, to your HSA and that caused a net wash and you no longer owed that tax because you put more money into a tax deferred account? So to think about that, you would have the opportunity there, just using these small numbers, to instead of paying an extra $75 in taxes come tax time, you could pay yourself $100 and still get the benefit of using that money on future healthcare expenses. I think that's just a neat way to look at that and a neat way to consider it. So those are the general basics of what a health savings account is, what you can use it on, and how you can basically get a farther stretch on your, your dollars that you have available for healthcare expenses by using one of these accounts. 
And next week, I'm going to do a little bit of a teaser here. I'm going to put out a video that details how to optimize one of these HSA accounts, even a little further than the things we've been talking about today, so that you can make those dollars stretch even further and potentially create a perpetual motion device of a means to an end to pay for your healthcare expenses. That is going to bring this episode of the show to a close. Hopefully there was something actionable in that episode uh, that you can take away for your own life. Or if you know somebody who's just starting out in, in the real world, uh, just getting their first job, uh, figuring out healthcare for the very first time, share this episode with them. And I want to take a minute to talk about the fact that as of recently, I have been taking all of my YouTube audio and putting it into podcast form. So if you know somebody that doesn't watch YouTube videos but does listen to podcasts, you can search either Anthony Drew Gary or The How-To Show, and I will come up in the podcast player of your choice. So again, if there's somebody that, that can benefit from this video content in audio form, go ahead and share it with them because I think it's important to know about this stuff. So if you got any value from the episode, leave me a like uh, or subscribe to the channel if you want to know more about the things I'm going to talk about up to and including next week's episode on how to optimize your HSA. So I look forward to doing that video and I look forward to engaging with you on it. Uh, if you have any feedback, leave me a comment and I will respond to those just like I always do. And until next time, this is Anthony Drew Gary, host of The How-To Show, signing off.